0: And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen.
1: Dynasty Madman at Dynasty Madman.
0: And Shane Manila.
2: Manila, what's going on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, how you feeling? I know we we had a little step yesterday and we had to move to tonight because you weren't feeling so hot. I think between, between all three of us, we all got our shots,
1: right?
2: Yeah, I got the first one. Yeah, I got my second. Um, Like I said, there was no side effects. I was nibbling on people's uh, arms and stuff. Um, So that was weird. And uh, light was bothering me a little bit. Uh, I was drooling. Um, But none of that's really out of the ordinary. So I don't know. I was going to say, is is that different?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah,
0: all that. Yeah, for for Jeremy, you and I both, within a day of each other, we both got our first ones. But, uh,
2: yes, so um, I'm more important than both of you. So I got it before you.
1: You also lived, yeah. Well, you got COVID. We didn't. So, <laughs> I, mean, I think you're on like some high risk group or something.
0: I would have been able to get it earlier, but I mean, they just dropped it to 50 on Monday, so I was great. You know it's funny, uh, Jeremy? You said you made an appointment. I made an appointment too, and I still ended up being in line for two and a half hours oh, dude, because, that's crazy. well, because they had just opened it up to 50 plus, and like everybody went at the same time. So
1: yeah, it's over 40 now. My wife was looking and finally got me in, and I was holding out to get the Johnson and Johnson and just get a one in done right but i once she got me in for this i felt i should just be obligated to take it because like i mean you know i got lucky and got in it was like 8 15 a.m and um there were there were like seven people in front of me for all at the same time right but i only waited for like 15 minutes and uh <laughs> 20 minutes maybe i mean it was it was easy
0: yeah well hey at least we're all uh, inoculated is that the right word
2: Oh, uh, immune. We have immunity. Um, yeah, I
0: like I like that that little chart for each one of the uh, the shots that says like yes. the effectiveness, and all three of them say a hundred percent effective against death. So yeah. you know, I guess <laughs> we're all immortal now, so nothing's going to happen. That right is us, good. But-
2: I got the Modernas. I'm going to get the Johnson and Johnson next. Um, <laughs> then I'm going to get bootleg ones. <laughs> Um, off the black market. So you're going to get
0: multiple shots.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think if I do that, I'll be, I'll be fine. Um, and I take the, really good care of myself. So it's important that I don't die from COVID after are treating my body like a temple. Yeah. A temple. Yeah. Yeah. My for sure. <laughs> it is whatever.
0: funny out of the three of us, you were the only one Those who got it. We didn't even get it, you know? Um, yeah. so tonight we have a great guest. Uh, we have Graham Barfield coming on and for the audience, you know, we had Matthew Berry on back in January and he went off on some of, (laughs) some of the members of the DFB invitational, including Scott Baird, who already came on the show and talked about it. And now Graham and, uh, Graham, actually, he had a lot to say about Graham. So (laughs) (laughs) we're going to bring that up and, Mm -hmm. and let Graham, uh, He's going to have a rebuttal to it, right?
2: He's going to basically say that Matthew Barry is a lying fool, I think, is <laughs> what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah right. Do. So, our we news. We signings today.
0: Well, that's what I was just going to say. Our news is brought Adam, to you. Wait, before you do the news, you got to say who
2: it's oh, from. Oh, is it, it's brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Go on thrivefantasy.com. <laughs> use promo code <laughs> DYNASTYHQ. All capital. Um, you sign up, you get 20 bucks or more. Nope, nope. They will match your deposit uh, starting at $25.
0: Yes. Oh my God. That doesn't you even, did it. That's not, but that's not even what it says right here on this paper. It doesn't say up to $25. Can you it, it? I can't read <laughs> It says, use promo code DYNASTYHQ, all in caps, and when you sign up today, you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more.
1: So Shane had it right the, every time until now because he said, so deposit 20 <laughs> to $50 because they will double that, so $40 to 100 And you may as well max it out and do 50 because then they're going to give you $50. But
0: he just what said up to really $25 do? is what he just said.
1: <laughs>
2: what you don't should know, do is create several accounts <laughs> using no. multiple different banks, right? <laughs> no. So don't tell them I told you to do this. But if you create, say, 100 different accounts – and they match twenty dollars that you put in for each one of them. Hell of That's an idea. Twenty thousand dollars? Is that right? I don't know, no, but it's two thousand.
0: Do you think Thrive Fantasy wants us to tell our listeners to create a bunch of multiple accounts? I don't think they want us to do that. I,
2: don't I hope they realize he's joking. <laughs> I, I don't think they listen to this show. I gotta be honest with you. If they Everybody do, does. I'm sure I'll hear from them. Oh my um, god. All
0: right. So what's the big signing you were talking about?
2: Adam. Humphreys, woo! <laughs> Slot that baby. Where? Oh, that's, that's, uh, uh, Washington football team.
1: Oh, wow, man! They're just adding the receivers, aren't they?
2: Man, they got it. Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Terry McLaurin. It's looking better. That's literally it. Like their their receivers <laughs> were so bad. He just named they're all teams. three of their receivers. <laughs> Steven Sims. So. In a start fourteen man league is Adam Humphreys worth a start.
0: So wait, In a start fourteen man league.
2: Yeah, you start fourteen.
0: So how many of those can be wide receivers?
2: Like one to seven.
0: Oh. Well, one to seven, sure. If you could put seven wide receivers in your in your lineup, I guess. Okay. Jeremy, do you agree with that? Or are you not listening?
2: No I'm
1: definitely heard. definitely listening. Um, and I agree with what you said, Mike.
2: <laughs> but you were muted, so that worked. Hey, I have good news. What? Um, Josh Jacobs is going to be fine. You want to know why?
0: Uh, because Graham Barfield's going to come on later and talk about it?
2: Tell, tell us about it. <laughs> he is. But also, Kenyon Drake, um, uh, he said that the Raiders are going to use him a lot at wide receiver. So it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> This is fine.
0: I do like we like I said. We'll have Graham Barfield on a little bit, and he he had quite a few things to say on Twitter today. But one of the things he said about that I saw was he said that worked out really well with Lynn Bowden.
2: So oh,
1: Lynn Bowden. <laughs>
2: that, that's a low blow. I don't even know if I want to have Graham on now. <laughs> Stop. I feel like that's a personal <laughs> attack against me.
0: Uh. Well, good. Well, we'll revisit that when he comes on the show. Um, what was there? Any other signings? Was there no, any other news? No.
2: Anything? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, there's been a bunch of pro days. Um, Rondell Moore is really short in case. you Yeah,
1: weren't aware, but, yeah he is. Five, six,
2: right? Ish. Yeah. He's five, seven, whatever. He's super fast. He looks like a muscle. Like, I don't know if you saw him running. He literally just looks like a bicep. Uh,
1: dude, he, he, he looks like he's just a giant muscle running yeah. around. He's, <laughs> he's stout.
2: So, Those are some look, I, all I know is he moved all the way up from my wide receiver five to like my wide receiver five. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I was thinking. Really affected stuff. <laughs> hey, we haven't really talked about this. Does it feel weird without the yes. combine?
1: It, yes.
0: All of this feels weird without the combine, without without everything that we.
2: Everybody's running a four three because we don't have the combine, and most people <laughs> don't even know best now. Work. Seth Williams, who's a guy I like, yeah. and a four five two that helps him pretty out pretty big because he's a, he's a big dude.
0: But you know, like when we have the combine, it's a set date. You know when the combine is. We all get all the information at the same time. With these pro days popping up all over the place, half the time you don't even know when the pro day is going to happen until somebody starts oh, talking about it on Twitter. True story.
2: That's not true. That's you. Well,
0: um, uh, okay. Uh, it, it's, put it it's this not way: all most,
2: most people. The players.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most Everyone. people. Everyone does so, what? Yeah, he
2: ran, uh, Seth Williams is a guy that I like. Is he just keeps One going. of my second-round wide receiver targets, and he's fast, and he's big. Um, and you guys know how I felt about big, fast men. I love yeah. him. <laughs> I know. I love him.
0: Let me go back to what you just said a second ago, though. You know about pro days. People that are doing mm. podcasts, a lot of people, people writing articles, they know. But you don't think that, 90% of the people out there listening to podcasts and playing in fantasy football, you think they all know every single pro day and when it's happening?
2: A couple things. So, Williams ran a 4.5. <laughs> so a 4.5. Not, he didn't answer you. He's, he's going know. back to he Seth was, Williams. He was That's looking great. at me he's while I was at 3, saying 211 <laughs> pounds. Yes, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at him uh, running without a shirt on, and Jesus, I'm a little, I'm a little turned on. I'm not going to lie to you. Well you walking with your shirt on probably,
1: you know, to some people looks pretty cool. Probably not. I, um,
0: I think we're going to wrap most- all this up and bring in Graham because it's 8:30 okay. and he's okay. going to be here
2: at 8:30. <laughs> but yeah, I think most people know when pro days are. I at I, least I disagree. Big prospects.
0: do a do a poll. We'll see how many of our listeners yeah, do it. know okay. every single every single pro day.
1: So I'm gonna. Cause put I, a, I don't. I've tried to. I've tried to keep up. I don't with either. That and I've failed at that, and I, I, I didn't know about Seth Williams because I've been so busy, like just distracted this week. But um, I ordinarily I think I would know that. So I'm, I'm mad that I didn't know he did that. That was just today.
2: No, that was like a week ago. <laughs>
1: Let's see I just heard about it. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I thought you said he did something today. I was like, "What?" I didn't see anything today. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I'm not. No, it it, uh... dude,
0: it's fine. No, I it I, isn't. I I agree. I I stand by the fact that I bet you everybody does not know when all these pro days are.
2: Well, I didn't know until yesterday. <laughs> I just. See? I, we
1: should. I feel like we're d- doing a disservice to our patreons because we don't know. I don't know this stuff. I, think I didn't our, even know point. Seth Williams ran. <laughs> I
0: think our patreons are, are listening to us because of conversation conversations like this. <laughs> Not if all three of us said, oh yeah, the pro day on the May madman man doesn't
1: long. know shit i really like this guy no
0: <laughs> just because you don't know a date of a pro day doesn't mean you don't know shit you know what you're talking about i know what i'm talking about shane knows what he's talking about just because we don't know a certain date of a pro day let's you know. get Graham on
1: yeah
2: i'm gonna send him the <laughs> link now, guys all right so hey you got well, a lot of editing to do in the beginning man.
0: i always you have a lot up. of editing to do shut up all right so why don't we do this why don't we wrap this all up and let's bring Graham in so, wait, while we're waiting for Graham, we were trying to get Graham in the room, but Shane said, wait, get back to recording because he has early polling data. Go ahead. All
2: right. Very early polling data um, with eight votes, uh-huh. which eight is an even number, so this doesn't make sense. But... Um, <laughs> Eighty seven point five percent of our respondents <laughs> that did not makes know. No sense. Oh wait,
0: wait, 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 Jeremy's, wait, Jeremy.
1: Sorry, kid. that I had to laugh. He's like <laughs> it's not it's an even number. So eighty-seven point Doesn't make sense. All
2: right, go back. 87.5. So apparently someone split their vote somehow.
0: <laughs> so wait, yeah. but say the results because we didn't hear it.
2: <laughs> so yeah, with eight votes tabulated. Uh oh, nine votes. Okay. So now we're up to of our respondents do not know when the pro day is.
0: Thank you. See, and that was my whole point.
2: (laughs) Early polling, early polling.
0: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that during the show, but uh, now we're going to go back to trying to get Graham in.
2: Let's talk football. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, wait. Can't just talk football. We have to bring Graham in and introduce him and do all that kind of stuff. But we're already in the show anyway, so we could do that. We could do it however you want to do it. You want to just start talking about football? Do we so want Graham to talk? About? World but, is we,
2: your but wait, today's but, guest. But I'm going to introduce the fucking guest. Wait, why are you going to introduce the guest? Because <laughs> it's Graham. I like
0: that. <laughs> okay, because it's Graham. You can introduce the Appreciate guest. That. Go
2: ahead. I don't. You know, I'm not gonna say I don't like any of our other guests because <laughs> that'd be pretty f- up. But you know, who's
3: your least? Who's your least favorite then?
2: Oh, um,
3: um
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: hey, no, he's being serious.
0: Oh my I, god! And that was really early on in our career. You know, that was but in our was first year.
2: Is a as a motherfucker when he was on, man. Oh
0: my god. And it's funny, too, because Shane says he was starstruck. He really was. That that episode, yeah, like, Shane star-truck. didn't say a word. <laughs> he was, like,
1: staring. didn't ask a question. He was like this the whole time. <laughs> I almost <laughs>
2: asked him for his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was early in our first year.
0: Well, the cool thing about tonight, though, we have Graham on, and we can see him. He's on video yeah. this time, you know? Uh, and I'm uh, stepping
3: up. I'm stepping up in the world, guys. Upgraded.
0: And we heard you got married, too, right? You got married during yeah. Yeah, so,
3: yeah uh, we, we did a little small wedding with uh, all of our families at my parents' house. It was really nice. Um, honestly, it was nice for a few reasons, mostly because you don't invite people you don't want there anyway, so that's, <laughs> exactly. that was great. You um, get to pare
1: the list down. You're
3: encouraged yeah. to. And you had, yeah, yeah, you don't you know, have like to excuse. spend so much money on, on food and stuff, but yeah, she let me out of the bathroom this time, which is great. <laughs> um, I'm allowed to have a desk, so... <laughs> Uh, It's good times over here, guys.
0: (laughs) It's it's a good thing you mentioned that because, as you know, you know, we had Matthew Barry on the show back in January and he had uh, quite a few things to say about a lot of people in the DFB. And, you know, we had Scott on. Scott came on last month and he said he wished he had listened to the show uh, right before the air so he would have some memories of what Matthew said. So so, so for tonight, we actually kind of pulled a couple of the clips for you so you oh, would know no, exactly what Matthew said. Oh, God. All,
2: right. If, All right.
0: if you'd like to hear them.
2: Let's do it. Let's Grant. do it. I need to let you know that I tried to defend you and uh Michael Dude, booshed, kept muting me. Kept you me. did. Yeah, he, he was like, No, Matthew what? Barry's a big time star and you are not gonna
1: Excuse
4: me. <laughs> You're wait the one second. who told
3: Matthew Berry about the bathroom. Exactly. Well, well it, shit. At least what that's true. Now that's true. At least you tried to like reel it back a little bit. You had my back <laughs> you had my back at the, the, the second step of the way. But right. wait a second, I didn't pull this
0: clip, but there was a clip where I said, Well, to be fair, it was the beginning of the pandemic and then Shane said no that makes it worse oh she really didn't want to be with him so <laughs> I don't have that clip I don't
2: recall any of that
0: but we do have this <laughs> clip so here you go
4: and make no mistake in, in my family my wife wears the pants as well I, I'm with you listen you know happy wife happy life right I, we're all good. Yes. but the idea that Graham Barfield would be shoved into a bathroom for his wife's happy hour Graham Barfield is out here Trying to promote a business. Like Graham Barfield, it's not like Graham Barfield's got that NFL network money anymore. <laughs> Graham Barfield's <laughs> out there scraping for dimes and pennies over there at Fantasy Points, trying to make a go of this freaking thing. Like he's out there, he's panhandling in the fantasy streets, hoping for some loose change. <laughs> and he's out here, he's he's doing the, the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast trying to get some pub, a little love for fantasy points. And what happens? Is the wife is like I don't care, I need to get drunk with my buddies. <laughs>
0: so that was one of the things that he
3: said about <laughs> ruthless. You know what the funniest bit about all this is? It was like four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and she's just like, you know, fuck it, fuck it. Like I got, I gotta hang out with Kelsey and Shannon and my girls. Like, uh, sorry, you need to, you need to do your podcast away from me. What's so funny too is like our old place was so small. Like you could I literally could hear her cracking up like on her (laughs) Zoom call because the 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 way our apartment was laid out, like the bathroom was like right next to uh, her desk. And uh, anyway, I I thought I would show up on the podcast. But anyway, Barry went full blackout mode. He went full blackout
2: mode on that. I was so good. I still love that she skipped the whole baking phase that most uh, (laughs) women went through where they were like, oh, I'm making 18 loaves of bread. You're going to eat this? And went straight to the (laughs) drinking. That's pretty cool. She just skipped the whole baking phase, the phase stop, of it, yeah. I'm drinking.
0: And it's funny, hey. Shane, you were cracking up when we were playing that clip and then you started talking but you were muted so I don't know if you were saying anything during the clip but uh, um, did, did your wife, did she hear that episode with Matthew? Did you?
3: Uh, oh yeah. So uh, Jeremy DM'd me and I think Shane DM'd me too. You guys were like, uh, I'm sorry. Or like Shane tweeted at me, he he's like I'm sorry, Graham. I was like, what? What did I do? And he d- we DM'd, and he was like, Barry went off. <laughs> so when you guys released the podcast, I listened to it first. Uh, and Scott and I were messaging about it. And then I showed it to Ashley and, uh, she was working and she was having like a really tough day at work. So it like brightened her day. She she just started busting out laughing. It was great though. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even even know. I don't, I don't really even have a comeback for it. Like it's, it was just so perfect. (laughs) Like I, I legitimately the genius of the, the bit, I don't even have a comeback.
0: You and I DM'd that night as well, because all three of us were just kind of like, you know, because he started calling you Bathroom Barfield and everything. And we just, we all kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up just so, just in case if you did hear it, because I know everybody in the DFB wanted to listen to it. Um, we did have one more clip and I'll play that last clip for you. Then you can say what you want, but here you all go. Right.
4: <laughs> I love Graham Barfield. I, you know, up until 10 minutes ago, I have tremendous respect for him. <laughs> <laughs> but now I realize that Scott Barrett's the entire genius of that site. <laughs> so that
0: was that 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 was the other part that came out of the whole thing was really uh, saying the stuff about fantasy points. but you know he made a lot of jokes, obviously he was kidding around. but it's been a while now. like how long has fantasy points been up and running and you guys are doing great, yeah. aren't you?
3: <laughs> yeah last year last year we were scraping for change uh with the pandemic no it's honestly all things considered last year was a huge success um we've been up and running for a year now uh our one year anniversary i'm not kidding it's on 420 so yeah <laughs> cool uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be celebrating that but yeah no man it's been great um definitely have learned a lot for sure the last year especially given you know, the circumstances of what last season's was, and not knowing if we would have a season. Um, it's pretty rough months there, like in June, July. Um, but man, I just feel super grateful that we did get a season, and in the end, it all it all worked out.
0: One thing that Scott, he, he always says that he's not good at promoting the site and everything, but uh, why don't you tell everybody about the site? You know, we joke about it, we say all this stuff, but let everybody know what what it, what it is.
3: Yeah. Um, so basically fantasy points is, um, it's myself, uh, John Hansen, Joe Dolan, Tom Brawley, Ben Kukanis, who's, uh, he, he basically been runs our day to day and all of us ran. Um, we were at fantasy guru together, John, Joe, and Tom and Ben were at guru before me, but, um, yeah, I know those guys and we've all been friends since then. And, um, fantasy points is basically like we got, all of us guys back together. We brought in Scott. We brought in Greg Cosell in more of a full time role. Adam Kaplan, formerly with ESPN, he's an NFL insider and he's he's been awesome. Like we've been having calls with him, um, and he's been giving us the goods uh things he's hearing. He's incredible. Um, this coming, I think next week is next week the first. I think it is. Yeah. We, uh, we have our draft. Yep. Yeah, we have our draft guide coming out. Oh, uh, that'll be that'll be Greg. Uh, Greg Cosell's player profiles. We we'll, we have like Wes Huber, who we brought in full time from PFF. Scott brought him on and Wes is a genius. Cool. Wes is going to be doing some some Debbie stuff in there, uh, some some rankings in the draft yeah. guide. And we have we have an app for it, too. So if you buy the draft guide, it's twenty five bucks. Uh, you'll get the app for free. And and uh, yeah. It should be, It should be really sweet. There's gonna be like a mock draft in there, too, which we're
1: oh really on right now. yeah, yeah, some great people you have involved, so for the subscribers, like you know we subscribe, what um what will change or what do we need to do when we re up for you know the the next annual subscription?
3: yeah, um, so we have two things we have a standard subscription, which will just get you like your season long. Uh, like all of our projections and stuff. So if you're just playing like one season long league with your buddies, that, that should work for you. But if you're you know, trying to break into DFS, trying to break into to the gambling streets, because uh, there's a couple more states that are going to be uh, legalizing gambling here pretty soon. We have a premium package, and we're adding a bunch of cool shit to that this offseason. Um, we're going to like a props tool, which will be really cool. Um, should like highlight John's projections, which, by the way, I don't think many people know this. John does all those projections by hand. Like he doesn't have like he doesn't have like an Excel spreadsheet where it's like filling in like oh my um, you know formulas and shit. Like every single week he goes in and he does them by hand. Old uh, school. He, wow. And it, they're awesome. Like every week they're they're fire. Um, so yeah, they're gonna the prop tool will highlight those projections, which that's probably the thing I'm most excited about. And also legalized gambling is right. legal here in Colorado, so I get I get to go full DGen now. You know, you mentioned you
0: mentioned some more states. I didn't even realize. So, how many how many states how many states is it legal 50, to gamble 30. in right
2: now? Fifty three. I know how many states.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, you, you, no, you Canada, Canada.
3: Canada just passed Canada. a bill for it. But what I'm saying is, how many how True. many states is it legal to to gamble in right now? Um, so every state is a little different. Like Tennessee has fully legal with you can go online. Colorado does too. But like Mississippi's weird. Like you, you have legalized gambling, but I think it's weird where you can't, you still can't go online. Like you can't download DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, it's only a handful, but I think in the next, at least in the next two to three years, we'll be up to like 25, which will be oh, huge. Wow. But you know, it just, it's just so state by state, like California had a bill uh, get shut down by uh, Congress, basically like they're one of their senators shut it down because the uh, some of the the... Indigenous folks that have casinos out there, and we're not too happy about it. So it's just it's a it's a super political thing and yeah. super state by
2: state, but it's coming though. Good, good. So Grim, you didn't talk about one of my favorite articles in season is um, the stat pack ones you do. Yeah. By the way, thank you for tweeting it out. That really <laughs> that made my night when you tweeted out. For real, I, um, dude. It's I can't even imagine. I'm a nerd, and so are you. <laughs> I can only imagine. How how long it takes to put that stuff together. And just like it must be fun though, just digging through stuff and finding fun little stats.
3: Yeah. So I do stat pack every week of the season and I I really condense it then. But yeah, the off-season one, which is up on the site right now, it's free for anybody. Uh yeah, that one took me a month. Like wow. I moved in February. Um, so I had like a week or so where I didn't really do too much. Um, but yeah, I mean I started on it like pretty much in the middle of the playoffs just like recapping every team and uh and yeah it took it took me about a full month to like condense like all of my all of the stuff all the data that we have not only just like on our back end but we have sports uh sports info solution which they're awesome um we use their data hub but yeah man it's it's a lot it was a lot there were some days where i was just like I don't know if I can do much more on the Detroit Lions. Like I'm just like I'm sick of it.
0: What exactly would people see with the stat pack?
3: Yeah, I mean it should. I, hopefully, it's one relevant piece of information on every player on every team. Um, I try to include some like team level stuff, like tendencies and uh, you know like different types of like where you know how coaches call their plays and different types of game scripts. Um, hopefully,
2: it's all encompassing because I uh, definitely definitely spend a little bit of time on it. It's got, it's got a ton of useful stuff in there. I mean, it's especially in season because I'm not one of those guys that can do projections like John Hansen from my hand. or, <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> nice I, yeah. I have no <laughs> idea how he does it. <laughs> it I, amazing. Robot, I couldn't do it. So <laughs> I need people like Graham kind of pointing things out to me, and then I can go, oh, okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, he's already doing all the hard work.
2: Yeah. So I like when Graham does the hard work and then I just go, well, <laughs> did you know that Detroit and past neutral situation um, runs the ball at a 40% clip and then everyone's like, wow, you're smart. And then in like little print, yeah, like, oh, All this content that Graham's given Shane. Right. but also held, though. You've handled, it seems like all the breaking news for free agency.
3: Well, yeah, we, um, so we have Joe and Tom doing like, uh, like immediate breakdowns of like all the small and big news. Like Tom is literally breaking down like offensive linemen, like third string offensive linemen. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, no, we have defensive stuff covered. I, I think I've covered pretty much every big move besides the DAC one. And the only one I, the only, the only reason I didn't do DAC is cause I was super sick and just like didn't have the time for it. But yeah, I think, I think I've covered all, um, pretty much every trade and every big signing. Been a lot of fun though, because it's kind of gotten me ahead. I feel like I'm ahead of where I normally would be research-wise, and it's good news
1: too. It's a lot of good news. It makes you kind of yeah. happy and excited for the season.
3: So it wouldn't be a bad gig, I guess.
0: Was that premeditated? Like, did you guys sit down and say, "I'm going to do this, you're going to do that"? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I for Guru, I used to break down like just do like individual breakout articles for all the the big moves, but I, I've taken it a little bit further with like, like trades and like some smaller signings, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun. I loved I love doing that type of shit though. Like <laughs> I don't know, like players changing places, coming into new schemes. Um, by and large, though, I think receivers are like we massively get like way too excited about re- when receivers yeah. change teams. Like <laughs> st- like Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins are the, like they are the exception to the rule. Exactly. You
0: know you know, we we spoke in the beginning of the show about um, Shane. A yeah, Shane. Well, but Shane brought up uh, Shane brought up uh, Kenyon Drake, where they're saying that he's going to play like a receiver within in the yeah. Raiders. And I mentioned that you actually had a couple tweets today about that whole situation, <laughs> and you're sitting there shaking your head. People can't see you right now, but you you seem to have strong opinions about the Kenyon Drake Josh Jacobs thing.
3: Well, first and foremost, I got to say before Raiders fans get mad, like I I've protected John Gruden at times. Like he has had stretches where he has called some great games. And the thing that, that is biting them in the ass right now is their roster construction is just all over the place. Like they hit, they had, so they signed Nelson Aguilar to a league minimum deal last year. That was, that was brilliant. Like that was a legitimately brilliant move. They've made Darren Waller, one of the three best tight ends in the league. They've, they have, that's not easy to do. Waller moved from, you know, he was a receiver at Georgia Tech. That's not easy to do. But then they, they do these things where it's like you overdraft Henry Rux when Jerry Judy's on the board, you know, uh, CeeDee Lamb's on the board, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, and then now, you know, you draft Josh Jacobs at 24 overall in 2018. And two years later, you sign Kenyon Drake to the 15th largest running back contract you give him basically a fully guaranteed deal like this isn't one of those fake two-year deals that dis- that's disguised as a one-year deal it's a two-year deal they gave him 11 million dollars guaranteed he's going to be on the roster in 2022 which means josh jacobs for all four years will not be used at all in the passing game and it's it's just sucks because like J- jacobs was i thought one of the best receiving running backs that i've watched coming out of college in the last six years and they just don't know what they have. Like Jacobs, Jacobs in terms of yards after contact per reception is tied with Christian McCaffrey hmm. for sixth best. He he's second in this tackles forced per reception behind only Kareem Hunt over the last few years. Like he is a wow. beast when he gets the ball in a passing game. But he has one third down target, one, in his career, one. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I I, I swear to God player. when I I was That's researching crazy. I was researching the Raiders for stat pack right. I looked on two different databases to make sure my first <laughs> number wasn't wrong. I was like, he, "There's no way he has. He's got to have more than one third down target, right?" right. No. Wow. That's absurd. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's just like the Raiders. The Raiders haven't had a good safety in like ever. <laughs> like they they should have used that money because they had a decent amount of cap space going into free agency. They they blew it on Kenya Drake, you know. And I love the John Brown signing. I thought that was one of the best receiver signings of free agency. You know, they they just they just do some of these mind-bogglingly like, dumb. Yeah,
1: things getting this like speed receiver is fine, but paying the capital they did for rugs for the speed receiver is crazy. I mean, you don't yeah. have to pay up for a guy that's fast.
2: And they, yeah, yeah, they continually punch themselves in the dick. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's a professional way to say it. And I joked about this on one of the shows I'm on.
0: You said it last night on the, on the Patreon show too.
2: But it was like John Gruden watched Josh Jacobs tape and said, you know what? He didn't get a lot of work in college, but he was a really good receiver. So we're going to draft him high. And then between the time they drafted him and the time of the first game for the Raiders, they lost that tape. (laughs) <laughs> and forgot all about the fact that he was a receiver in college, and we're like, he's a grinder, right, guys? And Mike Mayock is just like, yeah, 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 he's a two down back.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, they've they've made Jacobs would run
3: these like downfield routes at Bama, and like Jalen Hurts was the quarterback at the time. Like Hurts was not the prospect he is now, and he would get wide ass open. Like that was one of the few things I was like, like I love Josh Jacobs coming in that class, and that was a really weak class. I mean, he was the shoe in rb1 but i had some concerns about him as like an inside runner and he's answered all of those concerns but that was the one thing where i was like damn he could be awesome in the passing game like it's just not materializing it won't materialize they're gonna do some some dumb shit and put Kenyon drake at receiver and like Kenyon drake is not that good of a receiver like he has not been that good like anytime that he's been for our game for fantasy anytime that he's like put up numbers it's just been a volume it's not like he's been super efficient um, and now they're going to try to make him their Lynn Bowden after they drafted <laughs> Lynn Bowden. It's just like, Shame. and then Lin Bowden goes to the Dolphins. They put him in the slot, and he's fine.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Shane's face. Well,
2: that's maybe they've learned their lesson, and they're like, okay, that's why Drake is going to be used as uh, as a slot receiver because they learned their lesson from Lynn Bowden. I guess I, I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah, maybe. How far down your rankings would Josh Jacobs be? Roughly. Yeah, so we, we've been
3: doing uh, best ball rankings. Um, we started them in like February, so it's kind of just like throwing darts at a dartboard. We've been updating them recently. I had Jacobs – I was the lowest on Jacobs out of the whole group by far uh, before the signing. I haven't like fully done like a full sweep. I think I had him in like the late third round of best ball before the signing. I'll probably dock him another round. I mean – he's going to have those touchdown games. Like he's going to have one of those, you know, he will have a couple of those games where like, you know, week one against the Panthers where he went off for three scores. Like he's going to have some of those games, but you know, the receiving floor is so important. I mean, Scott did the research on this a number of years ago at PFF, but like targets are worth nearly three times more fantasy points than carries. Like these two down grinders, man, they're just like, unless you have ridiculous volume, like Derrick Henry, it's really, really hard for you to hit a ceiling. And you know, now, not only is Drake going to be playing on passing downs, like ostensibly he's going to be getting some of the early down stuff too.
0: For fantasy, would you, would you recommend people trading for him or trading him away?
3: I don't, I don't know what to do either. Cause I've Jacobs in a bunch of, what I've been doing is like, I have Jacobs in a bunch of dynasty leagues, but I never really have them in season long or best ball. Um, just because I've been betting on the talent. I'm like, well, eventually they'll get him involved <laughs> in the past game, but nope. Um, I think if, I think if, someone in your league is just like completely out on him. then yeah, I would absolutely still like, you know, test the water because he's still very young. He's probably going to get fewer touches now, which might save him like longevity wise, you know, he dealt with a really bad shoulder injury this year that kind of limited him. Um, In dynasty, I think, I think I would be a buyer, but I probably wouldn't be selling rookie picks for him. If that makes sense. Well, the reason I
0: bring it up and I know, Jeremy, you'd like to ask a question, but there's one thing I wanted to ask, Graham, based on a trade that Shane put on the show sheet. Um, this morning, Shane, I got an offer from the same person you did. Uh, I got an offer of uh, Josh Jacobs for Stefan Diggs, straight up. Which, Shit. Yeah, exactly, which I, I wasn't going to do. However, about an hour later... well, Russ. But, Yeah, oh, Russ. Russ sent me an offer of uh, Josh Jacobs for Stefan Diggs. But about an hour later, it said trade completed, and Shane actually did a trade with Russ, um, so this is why I brought it up to you. What what you thought about with the trade? So Shane, Shane, tell everybody about the trade you did with Russ.
2: Okay, well he he came in a little lower um, and offered me uh, Jacobs for T Mac. Um, for what? And I didn't want to do that straight up. Terry McLaurin. Okay. Not Tracy McGrady. <laughs> um, Tracy McGrady, I would have slammed except like, ah, you fool. He's a 45 year old ex basketball player. Hey, the Don't magic just on my roster.
3: The magic just traded all their good players once again. So I mean, <laughs> that would have been perfect.
2: <laughs> so. um, I noticed that he had my boyfriend on his team, Robert Woods, right. uh, Bobby trees, um, love Morris, you know, some woods, the woods. Um, so I countered with, something. I don't remember what I encountered with. It doesn't matter. The final trade was uh, I gave up Josh Jacobs and Julio Jones. No, no, you didn't. No, you yes, did. I did. No, you got so Josh, I got Josh Jacob. Jacobs. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, this is going to take some editing. <laughs> I
0: guess. <laughs> so always, what was the trade? It always trade. takes editing. I, I'm used to it.
2: Okay, hold on. Don't you it. know Ready?
4: the trade you made?
2: Okay. I gave up Julio <laughs> Jones and Terry McLaurin and I got back josh jacobs and robert woods and just so there's some color to the trade you have to start two running backs right now before this trade my second running back was probably josh adams yeah
1: (laughs) yeah good work. that's just a small upgrade yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these sound effects. I
0: don't know. I don't know either. But I do think yeah, that Shane that's did. a great trade. I like that trade. I, I'm happy for you with that trade.
1: I would have the done it too. The same knob tried to get Ezekiel Elliott from me for oh, Josh he, Jacobs today.
0: Oh, so so, so Russ yeah. sent us all an offer,
3: but yeah. oh, Shane was the he only one. He succeeded
2: oh. <laughs> with Shane. We don't care what we think. We care what Graham thinks.
3: Well, that's why right, I brought it exactly. up, and that's so why I asked him. <laughs> I, I, no, it's, it's one of those things where I, I always view trades like it's so roster dependent. Yeah, um, with your roster, that makes one hundred percent like sense. One hundred percent.
1: Even with Josh Adams just sitting there
2: waiting to play, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, I don't
0: know. And the backstory just story. a
2: small upgrade.
0: The backstory of Josh Adams is that whole how much?
4: How much did how you pay for him? Like, like your entire <laughs> everything.
3: budget? Everything. It
4: was, everything.
0: Oh, it was no. like week one or week two, and he like used his whole family. <laughs>
2: And the Jets just signed another <laughs> running back, by the way. Like, Josh Adams is so – like, it's just not going to be a thing. Oh, but my God. I forgot I'm
0: gonna about dream. that. I'm just going to dream.
2: I'm going to tell you, Josh Adams is going to have RB1 week season at some point in his career, <laughs> and I'm going nuts on Twitter.
0: It's going to be the greatest show ever. Yeah. So, Jeremy
2: – The I, XFL? I, I, <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Shane. He's never going to live that one down. Is he gonna have <laughs> a, loves it.
3: Is he going to have a – is he going to have a Christian Michael type of type of year in the XFL? Oh,
0: <laughs> wow. Christine, Mike, I forgot about him. So Jeremy, before we wrap everything up, I know you wanted to ask some questions about the 2021 rookies. Go ahead.
1: Well, yeah, I wanted Graham to uh, give us some insight, maybe a little tease into the yards created um, 2021 rookie running backs. I know that's um, everyone knows you for yards created. It's uh, well, I'd say you're kind of famous for that. Um, People love it, and I just wondered if you'd tell our listeners uh, maybe what you've got in store for 2021. Maybe throw something out there that might be interesting as well.
3: Yeah, um, so the last couple weeks we've been doing free agency, but, you know, nights I've been watching a little bit, uh, getting some charting done. Um, i got to say off the top, this running back class kind of sucks. Like, (laughs) it's really top-heavy. Yeah. It's really top-heavy. Like, it's Harris, it's ETN. Uh, I think Williams is pretty much the consensus RB three, and then after that, like it's kind of just mix and match. Like it's going to be super landing spot dependent where like Gainwell and and Carter go. Um, I will say I think Harris is one of the best running back prospects I've seen in the last six years. Uh, and he's so wow. good on tape. He just looks so good. Yeah, I you know I think I think if I were to put together like a you know a top five list of best prospects, he would probably be on there. Um, yeah, I mean he's just good at everything, and he's going to have the draft capital. I mean, um, yeah, I, you know, I'll have the articles coming out in April-ish. Yeah, April. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for those. We'll we'll have those up. Uh, we'll get the database updated on the site, too. Um, but, yeah, who is you guys' RB for? Like, that's where
2: it's just like I don't really know what to do. Is <laughs> he Gainwell. Mm-hmm. at Gainwell? Gainwell. Yeah, Gainwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's only him because I only know like seven <laughs> running backs in this
1: game.
2: Jefferson, <laughs> Kylan Hill, Chuba Hubbard honestly could make
1: could could yeah. make some noise, but there there are some guys. Kylan Hill isn't a bad guy to own, um, banking on his size and and stuff. Um, if you're going for the, you know, change of pace guys, the smaller, faster guys. I like Gainwell a lot, but yeah. um, a lot of a lot of people seem to be just the opposite, like thinking he's not anything you know, to think is going to succeed in fantasy. So I don't know, but everybody seems torn about the class after those top three guys you mentioned it it'll be interesting to see what happens where they get drafted how high all that
3: yeah see i'm with you on hubbard like i'm really excited to watch him because his 2019 was obviously absurd i mean led the NTA in rushing um i'm gonna chart i'm gonna split his sample because he got hurt last year um he had a really bad ankle injury uh, i think it happened like really early in the season but um yeah yeah i'm gonna split him like, I'm going to watch some games of 2019 and 2020 just to kind of see the difference. But I, I kind of think he's the, like, Bryce Lovey type of dark horse in this class. But mm. poor one out for
2: my boy, Bryce Love. Well,
1: I hope he gives, <laughs> gets more love than Bryce did.
2: But. Well, at least he didn't rupture an ACL or whatever it is yeah, that Bryce Love did. And then and ended think- up on the worst team with the worst medical staff in the league. <laughs> no kidding. That's not a joke, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Love, not only did he, he had something else going on besides that ACL. Um, But yeah. But I love Chuba. I'll get Chuba in the late second all day. I know no one's going to draft him that high. It's just, yeah, Yeah, after the 2019 season he had, he expected so much more in 2020. And it just, it was just bad all year.
0: Well, if if Graham's saying there's only those really top three guys, then then the rest of it you could do wherever you feel comfortable getting your guy. So you you probably will be able to get him in that second round. Tell me
3: what they do. I'm telling (laughs) you what to do. You know, Graham He's gonna keep Josh Adams for the rest of his
0: life. Yeah, exactly. We we mentioned at the beginning of the show before you came on, we were talking about pro days and everything. Have you seen all the pro days? Like, do you know when all the pro days are?
3: I gotta be honest with you guys. I I, like I really don't care. I don't care. Like it's just one of those things sorry where, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Ed- Edwin, <laughs> so so Edwin, Ed, our guy Edwin Porras, he's been all over this. Like, I was talking with him. Like, a few people have mentioned this. Like, these teams can just juice up the fields. Yeah, they. I mean, these these times are sketchy. I mean, I saw this video of Mac Jones right at his pro He did. He ran like a four eight six literally everybody had their stopwatch out and all of them clicked it at a different time. (laughs) The guys with the bad
1: reflexes are like given a long time. (laughs) time.
3: It's just like blows. It just kind of blows my mind because like all these NFL teams have the GPS data from college, right? Like that's gonna, that's, that's already a game changer. It just depends on which teams use it and how they use it. Um, if they're leveraging it the right way and if they know how to look into it, um, but I don't think, I, I think the combine in a couple of years will just be like kind of, it already is for show, basically, but it will be especially be for show because of the GPS data. And they're just going to kind of use it for, it's great for meeting, like all these teams get a chance to meet all the guys. You know, the combine's great for that in like a measured environment. But yeah, the pro days, like, I don't know.
2: I just with you on
1: the
3: times that the colleges already have,
1: I think being more important now because of how they did it. And I love what you said about Najee Harris, by the way. Um, I'm even more encouraged about that. I mean, watching him in the playoffs as he got better, I didn't want to like him so much. He did so well in the playoffs and against Ohio State's front seven, those four defensive linemen after contact, what he was able to do one-on-one against that defense was incredible, I think. And I, so I, I definitely have a, a soft spot in my a soft spot in my heart for him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Harris. ETN Harris was my guy truth. before that. Yeah,
3: I still love Harris him. is the yeah. truth. I, still, I so, like ET. I like okay. ETN too. I came into this year thinking ETN would
2: be my RB one, but I I think yeah, I think Harris is Harris is there. So head and shoulders, like it's not even close. Or no, no, I don't. I, I still think it's close because ETN really is a a great receiver. Like people have taken
3: that away from him for some reason, but. Um, I think I think it's just because Harris showed he's, you know, also a great receiver too. I don't think it's head and shoulders. At the end of the day, like all this comes down to landing spot, you know, like sorry, Shane, but I actually really like the Jets as a landing spot for one of these two guys. They pick <laughs> right there, like thirty
0: five. So. I love how it's sorry, Shane, just
3: Josh because Adams. of Josh Adams. <laughs> exactly. That's it's so great. <laughs> I didn't mean to keep ragging on you about <laughs> Josh Adams, but I was just thinking about this today. I'm like, what are the best spots? And I was like, the Jets <laughs> are pretty hot.
2: Him it, and Najee Harris, Joss Adams, Najee Harris, interchangeable. <laughs> interchangeable.
0: <laughs> it, it's so great, too, because it's been quite a while since we talked about him. But, Graham, you know, thank you so much for joining us. I know we had a little bit of back and forth for a while there. Uh, before we go, though, uh, what's Fantasy Points' plan with the draft? Are you guys doing anything yeah. as a group? Uh, what do you guys plan for the draft?
3: Yeah. So Scott is already cranking out, uh, his like rookie, uh, his rookie model. So those are up. I think he already has the tight end one up. Um, he'll do receivers and running backs. Like I said, at the top, we got Cosell, uh, doing all his player profiles. We'll have the full draft guide out with the app. Um, I'll be doing yards created stuff. Um, I'm going to look into, um, another article on draft capital. We didn't, it was weird. We didn't have any trades. Like I thought we'd have some trades here. Um, for free agency, but we didn't. So I'll, I'll get into draft capital and, uh, and yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll have, we'll have everything covered.
0: Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. I know we had a little bit of fun with the Matthew Barry stuff and congratulations on your wedding. That's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah,
1: man. We love having you on right. here. And by the Thanks way, man. Matthew Barry, I know you listened. He really ripped into Scott Barrett, which was fun, and and Davis <laughs> Matic, who definitely deserves it. So I, I, yeah, I think you were in in good company, but you came out a little bit better than they did.
3: But he loves I, everybody. I it lost like- it on the Matic thing. I absolutely lost it. Matic is the he's like the nicest dude, and he's he's really like gotten he's so good at dfs. He's like, a he's sharp got, kid, yeah. He's he's really freaking good at dfs.
0: It it was a lot of fun. That episode was a lot of fun and and I'm glad that everybody took it in the vein that it was really about. Uh, yeah, at know- least
3: you're not a schlub
1: in your basement with a t-shirt on like <laughs> Shane and, and me apparently are. That you could be the bathroom, man. You
3: could be
0: in the bathroom. That was it my could favorite be way part. worse. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the show when he told those two guys they were schlubs and I, <laughs> that I shouldn't have to worry about. Anyth- anytime they ever make fun of me, he said, well, just look at those two schlubs. It was awesome.
2: You guys are all, oh, I'm happy no one took offense to it. Like, I wanted people to take offense to it. I wanted people to come on here and just, like, lose it. Like, lose it
1: on <laughs> Matthew,
3: right.
2: Yeah. No,
0: it, it was a lot of fun. But, again, Graham, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate yeah.
3: it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, no, that was really cool. Uh, you know, even reminding him with the clips from Matthew Barry, it, it, it was great to see his reaction. That's awesome that his wife enjoyed it too. And Shane, you were cracking up, but you were on mute, so you know people didn't hear you laughing. But that was awesome. But listen, I know we need to wrap up because Shane has a, he double booked tonight, so he's got to
2: get out of here. So before Ooh, we wrap, Canada <laughs> before, Canada
0: <laughs> before we wrap up, Shane, tell everybody about our Patreon account.
2: Um, we got a patron awesome group me chat uncensored episode uh uncensored version of this episode uh patron episode we actually taped the patron episode this week Yeah, last we did night, it last night. <laughs> so they got that last night before the main show came out <laughs> you free loaders um <laughs> no patrons are awesome uh oh eventually i'm gonna actually send out the shit that's sitting in my living room to them that's oh, gonna be awesome do. they're gonna get their koozies and stuff and <laughs> you um,
1: still haven't sent them yet <laughs> please oh, send man. them out work has
2: been rough lately okay oh, yeah, um yeah, yeah. yeah but they get patrons get swag they get free uh excuse me <laughs> a bonus podcast group me chat and uh we're gonna be doing some rookie mock drafts with them in a minute Oh, I should have told you guys. We're going to and going the monthly parties to we started
1: that. up. To, oh, sorry, oh, and our Zoom parties we bitches.
2: started
0: up. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love that. And monthly. I look forward to doing that one again this month. So, all right, awesome. Jeremy, tell everybody about the store.
1: We have a store. If you haven't checked it out, go to dthq.stornv.com, dthq.storenv.com. Shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, COVID 19 masks, and shirts with shit Shane says on him. Do it.
0: Awesome! And check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review, please. You know we haven't talked about that lately. Almost at two hundred. We are sweet. So get out there and be the number two hundred. That would be amazing. We'll, and we'll send you something.
2: <laughs> well, you Shane, win something.
0: Shane won't send you something. I mean, I will. <laughs> Jeremy and I, are, uh, yeah. No, actually, Shane. Shane will. But uh, yeah, go go out there and give us a rate and review. Check us out on our team. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And I think Jeremy, we we're, we're getting close, right? We're almost ready to announce HQ six. So you and I will talk some more about that this weekend. And um, yep. Thanks for listening and check us out next week. And Shane, have fun when you head to Canada in nine minutes.
1: You yeah, have a good time. Thanks for listening, gang. He, See you next week. He,
0: but he's gone. He's frozen. I can't even say, say goodbye, Shane.
2: Goodbye, Shane.
0: Oh, he is there.
2: <laughs> Would you pause yourself? Later. Bye. See you later, buddy. <laughs>